following sermon was delivered at the 1030 worship service at the United Methodist Church of Kent. Please enjoy. Past two years have been, there's been a lot of change in the world. It seems that there's no place in the world that you can go that there isn't some reminder of life during the pandemic and how much everything has changed. Today we begin the year 2023 and it is already evident that this year the changes will continue both in this world but most importantly within the life of this church. The key for us as believers is to unify as we both prepare for and ultimately accept the changes that are ahead by renewing our commitment to Christ and keeping our relationship with him first in our lives. Please join me in an opening prayer. Father, may the meditations of our hearts and all our minds be pleasing in your sight. O oh God, our Redeemer. Amen. As believers, which you just heard in, from Paul, we are called into one body, the body of Christ Jesus. We are to strive for unity among ourselves and in all things. Unity to the state of being of one single-mindedness. We are to be like-minded with Christ and renew our minds to the endurance and encouragement the scripture offers us. We should make an effort to dwell in the spirit of unity between believers. There should be no divisions or arguments among us. We should live in mutual harmony, harmony <clears throat> out of love for each other in accordance with Christ Jesus. Paul wrote to the church of Ephesus, and I'll repeat, as a prisoner of the Lord, I urge you then to live your life worthy of the calling that you have received. Be completely humble and gentle, be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. It takes effort to get along and be in agreement with other brothers and sisters in Christ. It is definitely a lesson in love. It takes humility, patience, and endurance. But we are to be eager to guard and to keep the harmony and the oneness into which we are called. Unity is produced by the Spirit of God, and it has the power to bind us together in peace. We are called to one hope, and as such, we have more in common with each other than we do not. We should recognize this and strive for mutuality in Christ Jesus. David said in his psalm, how good and pleasant it is when brothers live together in unity. This is because there is power in the unified body of Jesus Christ. When we are in the singleness of mind, when we, <laughs> then we are a force to be recognized. The opposite is also true. If there are fights and quarreling among us, we keep ourselves out of service to the, the real battles of life. Look at what happened on the day of Pentecost. The Bible says that the disciples were together in one accord, and suddenly the sound of a mighty rushing wind came down from heaven and filled the house where they were staying. The disciples were filled with the Holy Spirit, and they began speaking in other tongues. The sound drew a large crowd from the town 
and they heard the disciples speaking to them, each in their own language. The crowd marveled as Peter addressed them with the good news of Christ. 3,000 people were added to their numbers that day. All this happened because they were together in one accord or in unity among themselves, and the power of God was present and able to work among them. Consider what continued to happen as a result of this day. They developed themselves to the apostles, or I'm sorry, they devoted themselves to the apostles, teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe, and many under wonders and miracles, miraculous signs were done by all the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common, selling their possessions and goods they gave to anyone who had a need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and they ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their numbers daily those who were being saved. They continued in unity and oneness and many wondrous happen things happened among them and the kingdom grew as a result. When we are in singleness of mind, the power of God is able to work among us. Paul said in today's passage that we bring glory and praise to God our Father in this way. Out of one heart and one mouth, we glorify him. Today, I pray that you make every effort to, take, to, make, to live in unity with other believers. May the Spirit of God grant you the love and the patience required to live in singleness of mind so that the power of God will be evident in your lives and through, and through it bring glory to God. <clears throat> Today we renew our covenant with God that calls us to be in unity with him and to each other. In 1775, John Wesley introduced a covenant service as an important part of the spiritual life of the Methodist societies. This renewal service was a time of dedication, wholly giving up themselves and renewing a covenant with God. Repentance through confession and a commitment was the key focus of the service, demanding humility from those willing to submit themselves to the dynamic words stated in the liturgy. According to Wesley's journal, Though the covenant service, renewal service was held on various occasions throughout the year, by the end of his life, the service was observed typically on the Sunday nearest January 1st. The covenant renewal service is a practice that continues in churches and Christian societies today, often near the beginning of the new year. It's undergone many revisions and adaptations, but the purpose is an evocative ceremony of commitment to ongoing discipleship and Christ-like character that has always remained evident. Canon Michael Green, a well-known charismatic Anglican, once wrote that he knew far too many Christians who were refusing to get on with the Christian life until God did something extraordinary in their lives. He said that they should just simply make the decision to obey Christ. Today we'll be giving you the opportunity to make that decision and then, more importantly, act upon it. You will be given an opportunity to remember your commitment to, the, to Christ and to live as you were instructed. 
to live as a unified body of Christ. When the changes that are forthcoming this year happen, and when changes happen that you struggle with or don't necessarily agree with, let us renew our covenant to live our lives as a unified body of Christ here in this church. Thank you for listening to this edition of the United Methodist Church of Kent Sermon Podcast. For more information about the church, visit www.kentmethodist.org.